Leading Sport Stories of the Day on SAFM. Welcome back. It is a beautiful evening here from our studios in Johannesburg. Slightly chilly, but you know what? Things are always hotting up on the show. We'll bring you as much as we can. Uh, of course, paying some uh, you know, tributes at the beginning of the show to what a wonderful player in the Protea squad. You heard him speak about how you know he helped the Protea squad get ahead. So Hama there. He's kind of like soothing Temba Bavuma, our captain's heartache. So the Protea is taking control of the first test. We also had FIFA. There's a story there. They're being urged to eject Iran from the World Cup over the women's stadium ban. So we saw that FIFA facing calls to sanction Iran and throw its team out of the 2022 World Cup finals over the Republic's renewed failure to allow women to attend international football matches. There must be more to that story, as always. And um, we'll look ahead to, yes, this happening in Qatar, the draw. We'll look at all the groups uh, in Pot 2. There's Mexico, Netherlands, Denmark, Germany, Uruguay, Switzerland, USA, Croatia. Netherlands come out and they enter Qatar's group in position A4. And Team USA, they came out in England's group, Mexico, uh, drawn in Argentina's Group C and will play them in their second game. So there we go. Lots of action to come from the World Cup 2022 draw. But right now, here's a girl who is not just all action, but she has a brain to boot as well. So on Sport On, we welcome Rihel Ingobeni. Great having you. This is where football meets academics. What a week it has been for you, Riri. Yeah, what an amazing week it has been for me, both academically and sports-wise. I mean, first you won the Hollywood Bet Super League Goalkeeper of the Season Award. Of all the goalkeepers in the league, were you really thinking your name was going to be pulled out of the hat? Um, Honestly, I wasn't really thinking of it. Um, I just went there as like a competitor. You know, you just go there and you're like, whatever comes out, it's it's okay, you know. So when they pulled my name out of the head, I was like, oh, okay. I couldn't <laughs> even speak on the stage just to say thank you or just a few words, just a little speech. <laughs> uh, my voice was all over the place. My emotions were all over the place. I wish, I really wish they could say, go think about what you want to say and come back to the stage. But unfortunately, it didn't happen like that. I prepared to think of something um quickly to say on the stage as well. So I wasn't really looking at it, honestly. So you didn't have anything prepared. You had to think on your feet. Yes, I had to think on my feet. Well, I mean, no problem with that, really. Because earlier this week, you, together with hundreds of other students, you graduated Mm -hmm. at UWC. How has that been? I mean, that is quite an achievement. Yeah, I know. It has (laughs) been really amazing. It wasn't... um, I could say a little bit tough um, journey towards my degree. Um, a lot happened. Um, yeah, I went through the most. Being a student is not the most easiest, but like I pulled through. Um, through determination, through hard work, studying hard, staying up late, thinking of training the next day. It was really, um, it, was, it was just a bit too much. Um, but I knew what I wanted and I knew what I, why I was here. Um, and I know the driving force of everything. So when I look back, um, it could actually motivate me to even do much better and to even put more effort and, yeah, in all of that. So it wasn't easy, but 
it looks it, it might look easy to other people, but honestly, it wasn't. It takes a whole lot, a whole lot of hard work. Hmm. Tell us about your degree, though. Um, talk about my degree in bachelor's in education and foundation phase. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that for four years. Wow. Um, and I also have a diploma in sports science that I that I that. I got from um, Northwest University in Bucca, and then I came down to UWC to do my B at educate my B at degree. Hmm. Um, and they were both not easy. Um, I guess um, it's doable if you think that you can do something. You definitely can. Um, at first, I didn't want to go back to school after my diploma in sports hmm. science, but I was like, um, I still have a chance. I still. I think the batteries are out there to, 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 to be used. So why can't I be one of those that actually can take the opportunity and use it wisely? And yeah, today it turned out, yes, I got my degree. Yes, I got my diploma in sports science. I also got um, a certificate in higher 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 certificate hmm. in economic development also obtained at UWC. So basically I've been here for five years as a student. And finally my sixth year, which is this year as um Working like as a as a as a as like working and playing soccer as hmm. well. So, Two revenue yeah. streams. Here we come, and I'm sure it's <laughs> going to grow. <laughs> yeah. So tell tell us how did you get this bursary? I mean, it sounds like a dream. Yeah, it did feel like it 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 it, it feels like a dream. Um, I got to UWC on my first year of education in the degree program. I, I didn't have any buses, so I just went for it. And then I also had like thoughts of not continuing with the with the degree if I'm not gonna have a funding. And then I did my first year, and then I passed so well. And I was also on the dean's merit list for my first year on the dean's list, where the top achievers in the faculty. Mm. I think it's the top ten, if I'm not mistaken. So I was one of those. And then I applied for a bus. I was like, with this month. Let me try and apply for my budget for second year and see what's going to happen. And I did that, and actually I got the teacher's budget in South Africa, which is the Funza Lushaka. That is actually what pushed me to be where I am. Like, getting that budget, it, it meant a lot for, for me because having to study and having to stress mm. what's going to pay your accommodation, having to leave the complete the, the, the qualification and having to live without the certificate because you have, like, outstanding balance and stuff like that mm. is not like a really good feeling so for me to get that person it meant it meant everything it was everything for me i was like okay this is it but maintaining it as well as mm. it was also difficult you know you can't be passing and being there on the dance list and the second year you're dropping the standard you need to keep it up there to show them the reason why you actually got the battery. So maintaining mm. it was also another thing and soccer on the other side it was just too much pressure mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. you know what they say, how you bite an elephant, one small <laughs> bite at a time. And it seems yeah, like yeah. you have mastered the art of that. But I want to talk about your bursary a little bit more before I go to the next question. I mean, a lot okay. of us feel like we are having lesser and lesser, you know, circumstances, less money. Yeah. And, and then you have someone who goes and applies for a bursary and gets it. Mm. That must have been an amazing achievement in itself before yeah. we even get to getting the degree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it is, because like now you are being 
kind of pushed and more motivated to actually want to complete that particular qualification that you actually be the way, you know. Um, I have quite um, few friends that actually don't have funding, but they're actually willing to continue. Mm-hmm. But it's, I feel like for me, not having a battery and continue to study, it's, 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 it's a little bit tricky um, having to go out and, 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 and finish that particular qualification, but you can't actually hold it in your hands. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't, you know, um, it's, it's kind of demotivating, um, but having a battery actually like changes the whole scenario of studying because mm. some people have um, um, saying, yeah, you're studying, but you're not going to get a job. But embracing that battery that, okay, this is it. I got it. So what do mm. I do with it? You know, then it's totally up to an individual to actually make it work out mm. there. It's rough out there. It's really tough. Students go through the most, the most, the most, like it's mm. a lot. And being a student athlete as well, it's, a, it's another plate on its own. So having to want to um, balance the two, yeah, it's, it's a bit tricky. Yo, really, you are su- you are such a wonderful person to be speaking to because Thank I mean, you. do you ever pinch yourself now that you've got the degree? Yeah, <laughs> I want. I actually need someone to come and pinch me because <laughs> I can't wake up in this dream if it's a dream. <laughs> I'll do it. Okay, so, please do it quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted I wanted to go even with COVID and you know people feeling so low. Yet you mm-hmm. still went on to juggle your studies. I still went on. And still when COVID succeed. hit, I was doing my third year. And I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> because the online learning was also something that we had to adjust to. Mm-hmm. It was a whole lot. Like it was a total new thing. Having to see a lecturers and asking questions in class immediately and having to see them on the screen, actually presenting the lesson. With that little hour that you have, mm. you have to make the most. If you don't understand with that hour, then it's you and your books after the lesson. Honestly, the COVID changed the whole thing and it hit um, so hard. That time, technology included in the studies now you have to stress about technology how to log in into classes how to be it was just a flip <laughs> like I mean, a turnover it was too much with the COVID, it added stress on top of another stress so you've been a goalkeeper you know yeah incredible when did you know you had this talent this particular um, talent um when did i know that i have this talent um, How about the first time you were on a soccer field? I mean, when was that? I, um, I was on the soccer field when I was in grade six. Wow. And I played as an infield player and I did my grade seven and then I finished off at primary. And then I had to look for a team outside now. Um, that time, there were not a lot of ladies teams. And then I joined a team um, around my township, around where I stay. And then also as an infield player, and then we lost our goalkeeper through, um, we lost our goalkeeper. Like she, I don't, can't really remember whether she stopped playing or she had other things to do. And then because I was the tallest, I'm really tall. Um, <laughs> I was the tallest in the team. And my coach 
was like, you are going to be our goalkeeper. <laughs> that time, I was like, how do you choose me? Like, I enjoy playing inside. I enjoy being being an info player. I enjoyed it so much. Like, why would you want to take me and put me in the polls? <laughs> like, why me, coach? I kept on asking him, yeah. why him? This particular coach, um, coach... Um, Julius Manjazi actually started this whole thing with me, but I was not comfortable at first. I was not happy about it, to be honest. Um, then I went on. Then I actually tried quitting because, like, why would they want to take me being a goalkeeper? And I enjoy playing inside mm. as an info player so much. Um, my mom was like, you are not the coach. You will go back and you're going to play. Because definitely coach sees something in you. So you're yeah. going to go back. You're not going to sit around and try and dispute this whole thing. You will go back into that field as your new, as, as, as in, in, with, with, um, with your new position that the coach has actually given it to you. So you need to go take it. Unfortunately, I don't take creatures in my house. <laughs> and I knew that, oh, my God, if I want to continue with the soccer thing because I love it so much, I might as well go for it. And then I went for it. Yep. So I had some couple of few trainings. It wasn't that bad when I started. Um, yeah. But- I, I, I took it from there. And then my first tournament, I remember, I took the goalkeeper of the tournament. I was less than a week in that position, but I took the goalkeeper of the tournament. On that weekend, we had to go to a tournament, and I took the goalkeeper of the tournament, and I knew (laughs) that... This, if this is not a calling, then I don't know what it is. Well, I've learned two things from what you've just said now. One is that mother knows best, and two, Mm -hmm. you kept asking, why me? Did it ever move from why me to why not me? Yes, definitely. Why not me? Then I took it then, and then... Things started blooming mm-hmm. on that side. I went to the HPC, got selected among the 25 girls that had to attend school at Sports High, the higher performance center, where the national team has been groomed, groomed and everything else. And I started playing there. I got there on my first year. I got my first call-up for under-17. And then, yeah, we took it to under-20. And the Banyana call-up actually waited for, I waited, I waited for that call for years. Then I eventually and finally got the call-up for Banyana Banyana squad. Well, a lot of your childhood seems to be sports, you know, skewed, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. did you have a great childhood? I did. I did. It was amazing. I wish I could go back, but unfortunately we can't. (laughs) Um, I did have a really nice childhood with my parents um then when I used to yeah with my parents the people around me and then yeah with the support I got I actually did have a good childhood and with any memories that stand out for you that you know you feel like you know this is what all people that help raise you as well because you seem like such a well-rounded human being Mm. balanced (laughs) thank you Now, moving on from there, we're going to bring on your coach, okay, uh, okay. who's also the Banyana Banyana assistant coach, Tinasonga okay. Mbule. Uh, mm-hmm. this, is, this is quite a, a big achievement for the both of you because, you know, you've also been at the Northwest University. You studied sports science, like you said. Uh, you mm-hmm. also went to, I think, the Tuk Sports School. It feels like, yeah. it, was it because of football that was, it was taking you to all these different places? It was. It was honestly football. It was honestly. It was honestly football. 
And now the piece de resistance, your maiden banana national team call up in June last year for that match against Netherlands. And it was in the middle of your studies. Mm-hmm. How did you cope? It was a little bit tough. Again, with the support at UWC, my mm. coach, PPK, my coach, Tinasong Kimbuli, and the management there, I made it. Um, it, it. It wasn't a smooth one, I could say, but it was also a bit shaky being the first time mm. getting my first call up. Now I have to think about my academics as well. I need to squeeze in everything else now to make it one, divide myself into two pieces, be there 100% and also be there. It was a little bit tough. Um no. I, I I get that, but as at Badiana, you also had the assistant coach Mbuli, who doubles up as your coach at WDC. Did that make things any easier for you? Mm-hmm, it did. Or it not? It did make them easier. Honestly, it did. Okay. I mean, well, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna welcome Tinasonke Mbuli to the show. Banyana, Banyana assistant coach and UWC head coach. How you doing? What an achievement to have, you know. Regal, not only getting the Hollywood Bet Super League award, but also graduating from university. Uh, good evening to you and good evening to your listeners. Uh, I hope she did tell you that she's one of the craziest players I have. <laughs> but then it's good, it's good because that's the language we preach. We always say, always encourage students to push education more, more than football. So we are happy for Regal. We just wish that this week can be over so that you can concentrate again. No, it's been too much. <laughs> <laughs> so it feels like you also went to write all the examinations that she was writing. So you were also doing your four years of uh, B-Ed edu- B- education. Uh-huh. Uh, it, 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 it's funny because there was a time uh, when her and she also graduated today. They were crying and saying to me, Yo, coach is too much. Yo, I can't take it. Yo, coach is too much. I must leave football now. Uh, I'm happy for her. I'm happy for her for that reason. Because on the final year, there was a time where she said, like, she wants to quit football and just concentrate on the studies. Quit football? Because she plays such a key role in helping UWC finish third in the Hollywood Bet Super League last season. I'm telling you. So we had to convince her and allow her to have uh, more time on the books and maybe a few sessions with the team. But it, it, it came to that to that level. Uh, maybe because she's one of the smartest students, she, she doesn't want to pass. She would do 50%. She wants to pass and pass away. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you call it crazy, and usually they say the best people are. What what else would you say that makes Riri so special? What is it about her? So the fact that she gets along with everyone. Uh, she gets along with everyone. She's one of the craziest players I have. <laughs> I have three. Maybe she's number one on that list. <laughs> Not because she's a goalkeeper. She's just crazy. <laughs> I don't know if she told you that today she came uh, at training with a weave. I'm saying Rickel Kadoshin is over. She's <laughs> a football player now. <laughs> Are you still wearing the weave, Riri? Maybe it came off at training. Can you believe it? So you actually listened to your coach. I'm so impressed. <laughs> a perfect, A perfect role model. And I, and I hope, you know, uh, those who are young and young at heart are listening and watching you because <laughs> this is 
exactly what when you look at sporting stars many of them i mean you look uh-huh. at the likes of even lebron james wish they had gone to college wish they had degrees uh-huh. and uh-huh. you are just you know leading the pack of that so i think your coach as well he's also got you know other players to balance their studies and performance on the pitch is this something you would advocate um as a whole to many stars is it happening though are other coaches doing what you're doing tina sonke i i hope so uh, i always say to them uh, when you say uwc people forget that we are investing so we are university of the western cape so our first core business is education and then and then football mm. players like yorike players like kuni who was starting today they were recruited to come study and then play football so i just hope that uh, the younger players uh, the first years were inspired this week uh, just to even if it's hard it's mm. hard because it's in the league that you play in is tough because you have to travel all over nine provinces sometimes sometimes you sometimes they write tests away from campus sometimes they write tests at airport sometimes mm. you travel to i remember there was a time i saw kanya at the airport sitting at the corner and i said kanya why is this alone I said, "Cause I'm writing, I'm submitting." So those are the things that yeah. that, that that they go through. Last year we were in Joburg for ten days because we were playing in Bumalanga, we were playing in Northwest, we were playing in Joburg within the space of seven days, and that was during the exam period. So they had to play, study, and then do training. So I'm super proud of them, uh, not just for doing well in the league, but also for doing well there with their studies. Wow, this for me is quite the star pupil that we got here. Now, Tinasonke, Hollywood Bet Super League season about to start. How are the preparations going for UWC? Yeah, I think we for but train now is something like that. <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to kick off uh, the 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 preparation program we had uh, or the preseason program we had. We were supposed to kick off on the fourth of March. And then it was postponed because some of the captions were postponed. And then we were due to kick off this week, this weekend, and again it's postponed. Mm. So we are ready. Even the players that we recruited, the the new first years, the players from the other teams we recruited. I think we are ready. I think uh, players miss a game now. It's, it's it's four months gone now without players playing playing uh, competitive football because. Friendly games are not like that. You can mm. play a friendly game, but it's not the same as playing competitively. Right. So we hope it will come soon. I don't. I'm not sure when we're kicking off. They said after Easter. I hope uh, we do kick off after Easter because we really, really miss the game now. Four months is it's a lot of time. We also need mm. to see some uh, women's football back again, yeah. ball by no. ball. Please, man, we <laughs> must, must kick off. You are. <laughs> Well, the exciting thing is, congratulations to you both, Riri. I mean, continue, please, being this inspiration to young and old. So once again, a big congratulations to you graduating at UWC. And you know they say life is about making choices, and it seems like you're making the right ones, and you got the right people yeah. around you. <laughs> Pardon? You've got the right people around you. Yes, most definitely, I've got the right support system and right people around me. Yeah. Thank the you bed, so much. Actually. It's a what? 
the best people around me. <laughs> the best. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, really. Ingobeni, Banyana Banyana goalkeeper, graduating with her Bachelor of Education, foundation phase teaching. Big ups to you from all of us here at SAFM.